You know what, Quinn? Look at me. She doesn't get it. She doesn't get it. She's not going to get it. Hello. Another week has passed us by. Yes, and I am, just in case anyone is wondering, I am still boycotting Las Vegas. Not that I had plans to go or could afford to go (laughs) or have ever been, but I'm boycotting. Listen, I have a wedding that I have to go to and I'm not happy about it. No, you gotta The only saving grace is that perhaps the Oilers will be playing there in the playoffs. Right, and so... I don't know how we feel about that at the moment. I know, right? And I, I think just in case anyone missed the game this week, we almost tied the record for longest winning streak. We did not meet that record. We did not tie the record because of the Las Vegas Golden Knights. Nothing we did, nothing at the Edmonton Oilers did, 100% because of the Las Listen, Vegas. Listen, 100% yeah. because of that. Fucking backup goalie, Aiden Hill, who's oh. obviously no longer their backup, but it's just stunning that he would come in for Laurent Boussois, shut the Oilers down, win a Stanley Cup, and then yet again, the Oilers absolutely dominated the second period on Tuesday night, just could not beat Aiden Hill, who made some 10 bell saves. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I'm honestly I'm true. not here for it. I it's not the them. first time we've been beat by a backup goalie in an important game. Yeah, I th- I really thought that the that was behind the others. I mean, he's no longer a backup. He is a Stanley Cup winner, so I guess I'll give him that respect. Oh, for sure. But um, yeah, he stood on his head. We seem to bring that out in all sorts of goalies. Um, <laughs> in the past, not anymore. We can't say that about a sixteen-game win streak. For yeah. sure. Yeah, for sure. Touche. Yeah. Um, but you know, I blame myself because I really wanted to win that game yesterday and I think it's my fault because I wanted it so badly I'm pretty sure that's why they lost everything was on my shoulders um I also am taking blame okay for this thank you because I went into it with negative emotions oh yeah because obviously Vegas is a sore spot yeah for Edmontonians yeah and I went into it like if anyone is gonna fucking is if anyone's gonna fuck up this hot streak it's gonna be Vegas. I just know it. I was I was being a negative, yeah, negative Nelly about it. You know what's not good for a hot streak? A week and a bit break. Ten days <laughs> yeah. off. Yeah, Ten. like longer than Christmas yeah. uh, by a long shot. But because we, we were saying that with the momentum, it it seemed to help them. They were like they were really feeding off of that for sure. that momentum and that energy and. If I understand correctly, their schedule later or like this next half, next bit of the season, they it's pretty consistent back to back, which I think might be good for us in that case. Yeah. I think that they play something that's like the remaining 37 games in 70 days. So yeah, it's not uh, a lot of time it, off. Yeah, like more than, you know more than once every two days so tons of travel in there too Mm -hmm. and I think uh the other thing like maybe that will be good but timing in the schedule or in the season maybe would have preferred that at the beginning of the season heading into what is hopefully a successful playoff run uh, that's when injuries and and things start to come so not to be negative 
um, just because the Oilers had such a bad start to the season. It really is almost a blessing that they didn't play a lot of games because now they've got multiple games in hand. They can make up some room and they're playing a lot better. So You're always thinking, Quinn. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Good call. Uh, and I'm always just going to try to find the positives. Um, but you, it's you hard to are an optimist. Specifically you with the are. Oilers. Maybe not. <laughs> Specifically with the Oilers. No, but I appreciate that in you because I can I can get real down in the dumps about it. Let's be honest. There's one thing I can't be positive about. Um, well. Vegas? Yeah. The team? Specifically the fans. They they seem soft. And, and I think we've all heard for years now that people don't love the golden knights for for numerous reasons that's yeah, I remember right i right. actually know people that do live there um well so, that's insane i mean i don't want to give the the fans any credit and certainly there are a lot of fans <laughs> that are are not good but having been there um i went to that game one of the playoffs last year the oilers lost uh the fans around us they do have some kitschy things but um there is a lot of uh, fans that do care and and are actually pretty good fans. They could have been pretty hard on us. Listen, um, I know this is uh, I'm sorry. this is this is a podcast, but I am eye rolling my biggest eye roll right now. That's fair because there is obviously going to be the fake fans that are the bandwagon fans. Absolutely, there is no den- denying that. But I met some season ticket holders, and you don't invest season tickets unless you, you really want to. And, and it, I you know guess what? they do put on a good production. They it, do. It's supposed to be a fun show. Which is, if they didn't have all of that, all the bells or whatever, I I can't see those seats being filled if the Vegas Golden Knights were doing poorly. Like I think it would be, it would be. I'm not saying I but, wouldn't but, go. Yeah. I would go. No, I would um, not go. I will not go. I I would go. Hmm. Like we should probably go. Listen, Traitor. if they're in the playoffs, only if they're playing the Oilers, right? That's what like, I mean. You wouldn't just go to Claire a Claire and I book our flights to Vegas. Like you're really not going to come. No, yeah, obviously gonna... I'm going to come. I can't be left <laughs> out. <laughs> I have no idea how that feels. Um, the one thing that I do like about a specific Vegas fan is the woman who sat in the front row like behind our net last year during the playoffs who gave Kane the middle finger. I thought she's fucking amazing. Are you serious? Everyone else sucks but her. I love her. Vegas Karen? I love her. Really? <clears throat> she I... was not a Karen. She was badass. No, she was not. Look at look at her glasses. Look at her haircut. She's cool, man. No, she is not cool. Just ask, just ask Jean Principe. He made some like wild connection to Edmonton their son plays in a band and he's he was lead guitar for what? someone playing at Rogers Place while we were playing in Vegas why like, was it Gene was doing this deep dive that's he Gene um, is a deep dive you're right go Gene go Gene yeah um well I I had different opinions on her I wanted to toss her over the glass onto the ice her- Give her five minutes against Kane or what? <laughs> pretty yeah. sure she's yeah, <laughs> pretty sure she's a season ticket holder. Well, she probably is. Did you I mean, see her sparkly jacket? Speaking of spe- sparkly, uh, another reason to hate the Golden Knights: their fucking jerseys and their 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 Ferrero Ferrero Rocher <laughs> helmets. <laughs> their shiny gold ha- helmets. Those helmets deserve life in prison. And the sparkly jerseys with no eligibility for parole, no eligibility whatsoever. Ha- the the jerseys are sparkly. You know what? I used to like sparkly, glittery things. 
I, I know. Like I was I was saying honestly, like I don't think I'm gonna put highlighter on my cheeks anymore because I'm real over triggered. glittery things. Triggered. Mm. Okay, so we had different opinions on that lady. Yeah. What I we mean, don't I have different kind opinions of on is the fact that this is probably now the Oilers' biggest rivalry. I think that this is the new rival era. I do. I think that the Golden Knights are are the new rival. Mm-hmm. Because let's be honest, like Flames aren't really in the conversation. Like mm-hmm. uh, we know that you don't want us to dislike the Flames. We're not going to go there. I just, um, but I, I hear you. I do. I hear you. Uh, I think you're right. I think this. Uh, I mean, McDavid didn't look happy. We're not heated. We're not heated about the Flames the way we used to be, right? Yeah, I like, mean, oh, I'm. That I am very still, heated. Yeah. I know you guys are, but compared to nope, compared to the Vegas Golden Knights, are you serious? Very much like, so. One thousand percent. I hate the Flames. You think that it would sting more if they lost to the Flames in this oh. hot streak? At, are you serious? <laughs> oh. What? That was my absolute biggest fear: was them going into Calgary and the Flames. At least Vegas is a good team. They're the defending Stanley Cup champions. And of course, the Oilers were coming off a 10-day break. Like, there's just a little bit more there. I would not have been able to sleep. I probably would have thrown something against the wall if they had lost to the Flames. And we'd never hear the end of it. And we'd never hear the end of it because that would literally probably be all Flames fans have for this season. Who who cares then? Like We We won the Battle of Alberta in the playoffs, which is all that really matters at the end of the day. You know what, Quinn? Look at me. She doesn't get it. She doesn't get it. She's not going to get it. I don't. I don't. Yeah, okay. Okay, It's you and me here. I hate Vegas more. I hate Vegas Karen, public enemy number one. My biggest fear with this loss, because at the end of the day, 16 game winning streak, unbelievable. This game is like, we're good. We should be good regardless of this game it got us back into the playoff picture you know oh that's yeah i'm talking about like in the division so yeah i'm talking about game 17 it would have been nice not that big of a deal would have been a big deal if we won it but what keeps me up at night is the thought that this game somehow comes back to haunt us because they've got into the oilers heads now and i may be just creating this because in the media, Knobloch and the teams are like, oh, we're not talking about the streak at all. But the thing is, they're very aware of what that game was. The hype around that game was very real. And then does this come back as some like dark and stormy demon in the playoffs that casts doubt on our players and their abilities? And then they fucking choke because stupid Mark Stone and his non-existent fake back problems come back to <laughs> take us out of the playoffs is or that what's Eichel. going to happen now jack eichel's missed part of the <sighs> season and so he's gonna come in all fresh in the playoffs and then aiden hill will just be there so standing on his I head know, I, I certainly i think it can be a touch of a narrative that perhaps the vegas golden knights are in the kitchen of the edmonton oilers they're in the bit. kitchen they're in the kitchen they're, they're eating i've never heard that before lunch and dinner in the Oilers' kitchen, a.k.a. it's just it's noodling in around in the noodle that the noodling Vegas Golden... in the noodle. Noodling in the noodle. <laughs> maybe the Golden Knights are tough to beat. I like that. It's in the it's in the Oilers' kitchen. Yeah. It's They're eating in their head. lunch, and dinner. Yeah. Okay. Which makes me think, is there anything that you guys have that, like, eats breakfast, lunch, and dinner in your noodle? Oh. In- <laughs> Um, I don't know. I, I can't go first. I'm not sure. Claire? 
there are so many things that keep me up at night. Oh, for sure. I don't even know how to categorize. Like, do we? How much time do we have? Okay, this isn't so therapy. We just, need to just pick one. Okay, I will start. Right. We'll start with something. I humorous. have an irrational fear of falling. So, and like, it doesn't come from nowhere because I can be a touch clumsy. Like I went hiking and just fell like, because I wasn't watching the ground. So you are a tall when, girl. I when can relate. I'm walking in front of a crowd, um, I absolutely hate it because I have this like vision of me falling. And then that vision, it doesn't just like, I just like trip and like get up really quick. Like it's like I twist somehow and break my femur <laughs> and dislocate my knees and like an ambulance has to be called, but I'm like so embarrassed that I don't want them to call an ambulance. And like it, that's elaborate. That's a lot. I've, That's I've, very specific. And, and I'm not going to lie. When time. you said fall, I thought you meant from some kind of height, but you're talking about tripping. Tripping, tripping. not just... <laughs> Okay. Like so, you hit a root while you were hiking and you fell and that is your biggest fear. Which is which is fair. Like you fall off a cliff. That's terrifying and something that you might think about on a regular basis. But No, but it's just like walking down the street, downstairs, I hold on to railings every set of stairs I go on. This and is a safe place. you guys are going to notice that yeah. now that I've said that. That's like a, even your stairs, Claire, in your home, I hold on to the railing up and down. Yeah, they're, they're well, not they're small safe. small steps. They make me nervous. They're small and quick. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, thank you for sharing. Thank, thank yeah. you. Safe space. This is a safe space, right? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that gave me some time to think. Okay. Um, I do have one that has popped up now that I think of it, um, and it's specific to group chats. Um, yes, I know this. Yeah. Okay. So something that does keep me up at night is the thought of there being a side group chat. <laughs> With the members of the group that I'm in a group chat with, but I'm not in the side chat and I'm not invited to it. Like, what do you think they're saying in the side chat? Well, obviously something about me. So all the members from the group chat, except for you, are in a side chat. They're in a side chat. And that's fine if I've opted out of said side chat in that we are going to do something and I can't go. I've, I've opted out. It's logistics only. That's obviously fine, but if they're if that if they're not discussing logistics about an event that I have not been about, or you, that, don't, you don't like being left out. It's I, kind of the greater umbrella there's issue. There's a FOMO we've, vibe we've, here. We've we've uncovered this earlier in our podcast journey that you have you have a fear of being left out. It's a, a fear of missing out. So FOMO, um, yes. But but it, yeah, it's it's terrifying. In this case, I never even considered it until I saw something on Instagram that was funny about people who get left out of side chats, and I was like, oh my god! Oh, I, I know did the, not I know even the meme, know. I know the meme you're talking about. Yeah. Either way, it's terrifying. Yeah. Um, that's mine. What's yours, Polly? Hold on, I'm texting Quinn. What? <laughs> <laughs> Done. Okay. <laughs> Mic drop. Um, okay, I I didn't know what to say for this. Uh, I am very unplagued by anxiety. I <laughs> I have a really restful sleep You're every super night. Chill. Yeah, I'm very yeah. chill. Like nothing nothing going on up there in the noodle. Uh, no, first things that popped in my mind that I'm just going to go with that are a little odd. So, you know, in bowling, 
when <laughs> you you bowl, you do you throw bowl the ball. often? I like bowling. I really enjoy I, do. I didn't I ask like if you liked it. Yeah, I, I I bowl probably more often than you do, okay. um, or than like maybe some of some people we know, but like less often than people on a team. Okay, but I would join a team. Good to know. Yes. Um, but you know when you like throw the ball down the down the alley and then you have to like walk back. Yeah. To I can't walk back properly. <laughs> I'm like I'm like very aware. I'm more aware of my body in that moment than other situations. <laughs> you know what? The shoes are slippy. And I just I'm like I like I spread my legs wider apart as I'm walking. I'm like I like stiffen my leg. I'm like do have I ever walked before? I. Mm forget Quinn do you like when you bowl do you find you're more worried about falling on your walk back after a a strike toss no but I'm gonna think about it a lot more now (laughs) like this has certainly put something for me to to noodle on I just feel like everyone's watching you well that's exactly it but that's my also my fear of walking in front of people so like I get it I hear you that's a similar thing then okay sorry Claire um I have a maybe we can get you scared of that (laughs) I have a I have a beautiful gait. I am. I'm, you have I'm a good gait. You know what? I don't that. have a great gait, and maybe that that is where this all stems from. I don't have a great gait. Probably couldn't ride a horse. Listen, I don't lack confidence, which is why the side chat thing is a real mindfuck. Like, listen, I'm just going to put this out there. Like, that's a risky move if somebody does that. Because if you throw the wrong message into the wrong group chat. Like that, that could happen pretty easily if it's very similar, similar, just minus oh, you're, Claire. You're playing so like you're a clear. dangerous game. You're, you're clear. Not that I've ever done it, but I have found that labeling your chats is very effective. <laughs> so you've done it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it's a moving on. It's, it's a, I, I also just want to say in terms of things that keep me up at night, I think that as a society, we downplay bears just in general. Don't even get me started <laughs> yeah, on bears. Okay, there we go. That's Okay, so you and I understand. I have a recurring nightmare about grizzly yes. bears. We can't talk about it. No. No, it's too real. Like, why are we, why aren't we talking about this more often? Like, people are out there camping in the woods no. where the bears live. And also hiking, but, like, that's a whole other thing. I obviously don't hike, but, you know. What? I can't sleep in a tent. Yeah. Oh, pff, nor would I want to. Imagine waking up and to. hearing, like, I yeah. do imagine that yeah, all actually, the we time. Imagine, that's yeah. what we're saying. We imagine that every single night. Every night. Why, is, why are we so casual about bears? We anyway, can't that's talk a different, about That's a different episode. Ugh. Bears. What a curveball. Okay. Sorry, I got uh, Claire all. Yes, everybody's going to be fine. There's and no just, bears I got Claire all hot and sweaty well, over this. Well, my whole life, I've been called Claire Bear, thinking it's like Winnie the Pooh and cute. It's um, not cute. That'll rip terrifying. your hair. Yeah, that'll rip your face right off, that that bear. <laughs> That's not a cute bear. Anyway. Okay. Quinny the Pooh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, now she's left out. Okay. All right. Super Bowl. Super Bowl. 58 it's happening. is upon us and we want to do a Super Bowl 101. The goal of this next segment is to give you something to chat about this weekend. If you are someone who just watches once a year and it's this game, welcome. We're here for you. We got uh, you. We got you. Here here's a few things that we just want you to know. You're going into the the you know, the chats this weekend um, with yeah. a little bit of a heads up. Yeah. Like at your Super Bowl party. Yeah. And the game is on and you don't feel like you have no idea what's going on. 
Yeah. yeah, like bring up Nick Bosa. Here we go. Yeah, and maybe maybe you do watch and you're in fantasy football like us and, and you're a bit nerdy about it, then maybe you'll learn a thing. Yeah, we two. might have a quiz. Yeah. Oh, we might have a quiz today. Oh, right. Pop quiz. Lord. Yeah, I didn't actually brief Quinn and Claire on the quiz. I'm just dropping it in. Okay, so. well, I'm not good at tests. Um, <laughs> <laughs> my driver's test. Uh, my My trainer said... I technically can't fail you, but I do think you should take it again. <laughs> and you're like, I will take I that like, pass slip, please. Thank you, Bye. sir. Bye. <laughs> okay. So quick overview. The game is set at Allegiant Stadium in Paradise, Nevada, which is near Las Vegas, marking a first for the Super Bowl to be hosted in the state. The stadium is known for being super mod- modern. It's brand spanking new, and it's the home of the Las Vegas Raiders. This location adds an extra layer of excitement given its location. Hmm? Wait, where is it? In Vegas. Vegas. Okay. Yeah, I'm out. And a little <laughs> canceled. I'm like, not I love it's actually, I don't think we really thought through the fact that we just like ripped on Vegas and now we're like, it's so exciting it's in Vegas. It's actually <laughs> not, I am disappointed. I'm not watching. But, anyways, we're back. Okay. Okay, so interesting fact about this stadium is that it opened in 2020 mm. and the entire first season that the Raiders got to play there in this like amazing shiny new stadium, they had to play in it completely empty. empty. Yeah. Anyway, Uh so this is kind of like, you know, the world debut of the stadium. Mm, Good for them. Good for you. Good for you. Yeah. Kudos Vegas for getting Usher for (laughs) halftime. Okay. I love that Vegas gets Usher for halftime. Eight-time Grammy winner. No, listen, it's Usher. He's he is an institution. He's been around forever. It's just I mean, he's bit. definitely known for his one to two songs that played at Last Call in the dingiest of bars in Edmonton every Saturday night Loving between two thousand four and two thousand eight. Well, I I think Prime that there years. are. I think we might be ignoring a lot of Usher fans out there. Like, I think that there. I'm fine are with actually, that. Yeah, I mean, I just think that there are a lot of people who are who are super into Usher. Yeah. I bet that Karen from the Golden Knights game is an Usher well, fan. Probably. She might be. She loves Usher. He his the last album he released was 2016. So what? it's kind of like well, nobody wants that. Well, and can you name a song on it? I mean, we're not the demo, but um, I was kind of surprised to see that he was going to be the halftime headliner. I think somebody declined, and then they got Usher. Oh. They, it had to have been like well, I don't think Usher was number one choice. Y- you can't know that. I'm saying I don't think. So this year the anthem is Reba, Reba McIntyre. Okay, love that. Big yeah. Reba fan. Yeah, and um, Post Malone. Okay, is love Post Malone. Doing, yep. Is doing something. And Andre Day. So I, whenever there's a halftime show coming up, there's always rumors of who might show up as a special guest. Mm. You know, Rihanna last year, that's who the halftime show was last year. Amazing. Right. Um, Rihanna didn't bring anyone on. She actually just kind of like went up there, did her thing. She was and so good. She was so good. But she's had a lot of collaborations. So people were like, there mm-hmm. were rumors. People were making guesses. There are rumors floating around the internet or guesses that Justin Timberlake might make an Ew, appearance. Boo. Which I fucking hope not because that man is a human ick. Yeah. He is. He's just like one walking ick. And he is touring the same time as Usher this next year. So I can see why 
there could be weight to the rumors, but I hope not because I hate him. Yeah, he's not winning any popularity contests right now. But um, as far as Usher goes, I hope I eat my words. I'm sure I will. It wouldn't be the first time. Um, I bet we will. I just feel like we will. Yeah, like he's known for being a showman. He's got a 30-year career full of success. He can sing. He can dance uh, really well. It's not our kind of music. Not our vibe. That's okay. So... Let's get into the game. Yeah, let's talk. Let's talk a little football. Yeah, so we've got the San Francisco San Francisco 49ers, Kansas City Chiefs going head to head. 49ers are known for their defense, uh, versatile offense. Chiefs led by Mahomes boast uh, a very high powered offensive lineup. Oh yeah. Um I think this game is going to come down to nuance and and kind of tactical things within the game that maybe aren't overly obvious. I don't know what you guys think. Um, I think personally, yeah, I think there could be a real coaching battle there. I mean, Kyle Shanahan will certainly come up with some brainiac things, uh, smart football mind. Um, my big thing though is, is obviously the experience, um, and, and the Patrick Mahomes factor at Mm -hmm. the end of the day, he is an absolute game changer. Um, and his offense, which struggled at the beginning of the season, is really starting to click now. Of course, Travis Kelsey is playing the best football he's played all season. Um, so let's talk about that duo for a second. So yeah. first of all, Mahomes, that guy can like bend his body like Gumby to make a play. It's unbelievable. Yeah. Um, he's always fun to watch. But Kelsey and Mahomes together uh they're t- in my mind kind of like the sweet bromance of Drysaddle and McDavid agreed they yeah. they just go together like a like a peanut butter and jam sandwich mm-hmm. yeah the only difference is that the girlfriends slash wives weren't friends before they didn't right. d- introduce each other but other than that yeah it, it seems the same we're gonna see them on pjs together i'm sure Matching, matching yeah. PJs, private jets. Oh, <laughs> Sorry. right. That makes more Sorry, sense. Sorry, just my rich girl lingo. <laughs> what are some other things that go together, like you know, chips and dip? Oh, we're gonna talk about they that. Go together, like Let's, chips and dip. Well, Paulina. the Super Bowl and food. Yeah. So, should Paulina, we just do that? what? What were you gonna say? Oh, I was just Paulina and your fake tooth on your retainer. I fucking knew it was gonna be about the tooth. <laughs> I was just going to say, like, I noticed your lisp is down today. I have a new retainer that is better for me. And t- I, I've mastered talking in this new retainer. Yeah. Look at that. So Just like Travis Kelsey and Mahomes oh, on the field. Heck yeah. We're an unstoppable nice. duo, me and this retainer. Nice. And you mentioned uh, San Francisco coaching. Andy Reid is known for his play calls as well. Um, it'll be fun to watch what he does. Uh especially with Christian McCaffrey, keep an eye on him. I feel like anyone who's watched any football or been around football conversations has heard about him. But uh, 49ers... Anyone in a fantasy league certainly has. Yeah, well, and 49ers (laughs) acquired him in 2022 from the Panthers. He's been on a tear. They saved him from the Panthers is more like it. Yeah, and well, and now he's saved 49ers. Back to... um, We were talking about Mahomes. Uh, Fun fact... Brock Purdy is the quarterback for the San Francisco 49ers. He's also the lowest paid starting quarterback in the league with a four-year, $3.7 million contract, whereas Mr. Patty Mahomes 
is raking in 450 million over 10 years. So what a remarkable uh, imbalance between the two QBs in this one. Well, and Brock Purdy, of course, has the weapons, um, you know, even Debo Samuel. Um, so he, he's got a lot to go to, um, which certainly helps him. And, uh, he's, he's just not proven yet. So he's, mm-hmm. he's making where he's at right now. Kind of Nobody remarkable. should make $400 million though. At the end of the day, 450, 450, nobody should make that kind of money period. So I'm team Purdy, despite the fact that I hate the Niners. Wait, Rem- oh, okay. Remarkable that he's come this far I mean he's got an incredibly expensive team in front of him there's no doubt um but he's held up he's held up to the pressure he's helped get them there and I think that deserves a lot of respect um yeah Niners have been notoriously slow through these playoffs I mean as Packers fans we saw that ourselves and it turned out to be painful um you know even came back against the Lions Mm -hmm. so uh yeah, it'll be interesting to see though if they can come back so who against the Chiefs. To be honest, I just have to go with experience. I have to go with that winning ability. I'm going with the Chiefs. Yeah, Claire. Yep. Same. Same. Okay. Yeah. We're all in agreement. Yeah. So no no bets finally. on the, no bags of chips bets on the table this time around. No. We're all on the same page. There was one more 49er that I thought might be a bit of a deeper cut for those fans that kind of want to you know, really uh, posture that they know what they're talking about. Um, Diamador Lenore from the 49ers, he has been kind of an unsung, low-key defensive superstar. Um, So he'll Hmm. be interesting to watch. And um, yeah, you're welcome for that one. They call him Demo Man, I understand. Yeah, his nickname is Demo. My name was I don't think there's a man after it, just Demo. Oh, okay. So it can be anyone. Yeah. You guys demo can call me woman. demo if, yeah. if I asked nicely. <laughs> we call you a lot of things. In the side chat? <laughs> <laughs> One thing that we absolutely have to talk about is the Taylor Swift factor. First, I just want to say that for all of you who will be watching the Super Bowl this year purely for the T-Swift peeps, I respect you and I welcome you. Yes. This is a safe space. Thank God. Um, this will likely be her 13th appearance at a Chiefs game since Whoa. September. Okay. Do you guys know, do you guys know that the 13 that? means something in yes. the Swift verse? Yes. Okay. Do you know? Tell us. 13 is Taylor Swift's number. Right. It is her lucky number. The Ooh. fact that she's going to be there, potentially, we don't know for sure, but I think because it's going to be her 13th appearance, she's going to make it happen. Well, and there's a, there's a deep cut on that. Like it's it's February 11th. 11 plus two is 13. Um, oh my god! No, there there's a <laughs> like there's a lot of them. I don't know all of them. Obviously, I don't remember that. We'll link but... to that in the show notes. Okay. Well, yeah. Swifties are gonna appreciate this. But, yeah. Their heads are exploding. Swifties and everyone and and Swifty sympathizers, can we all just take pause and like take a deep breath? Because we need to prepare for the whining that will absolutely follow for the 30 seconds or less uh, of, of airtime air that, that she gets. Taylor Swift will get if she's there on Sunday. Um, yeah, let's just, you know, Everyone expect relax. it. Everyone relax. 
Expect it. It's Everybody coming. Everybody just needs to chill. Yeah. Okay. Is it quiz time? No, not yet. Oh, okay. I wanted to say one more thing. Okay. So I want to talk about the T-Swift factor. Um, 20% surge in sponsorships since she started coming to the games. Uh, an increase in young female viewership with over 50% rise. So like if you hear someone bitching and whining about Taylor Swift, maybe just redirect that anger into positive feelings around a positive female role model for young girls, especially to dudes with daughters in an otherwise very male-dominated yes. and mostly toxic sport. Um, analysts are saying that we can expect this to be like a record-breaking year for viewership. I mean, the NFL there. loves it. I mean, the NFL yeah. loves that the Chiefs Why made wouldn't it to you? the and, Super Bowl. And dads across North America love it too because their little <laughs> girls want to watch football with them right? now. Well, the good, dads. The, beautiful the good dads. The good Yeah, not dads, the complainer yeah. dads. Yeah. The so, and Chads and, and Brads. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, anyways, I just wanted to point that out because I think there yeah. will be a lot of like wah wah. Yeah. And uh, yeah, just maybe, you know, tell them to wah wah cool somewhere it. else. Yeah, cool it. Just oh, keep it down. Okay. What do you got? <laughs> Excellent neighbor's reference. Thank you. <laughs> just keep it down. I was wondering, just, just keep it down. Yeah. Thank you for understanding my movie quote references on a regular basis. Okay, I have a quiz for you guys. Because, you know, there are, if you are somebody that is watching the game this this weekend and like you said, Claire, you are somebody that watches football once a year and it's it's the Super Bowl. Maybe you want just like a cheat sheet 101 crash course. What is going on so that either you impress your friends or don't feel like an idiot or mm -hmm. it's just like you might get into it a little bit more if you understand kind of what's going on. Love so it. I have a little vocab quiz. It's been a while since any of us have done a vocabulary quiz, I think. I'd say. But we're going to we're gonna talk about some of the, the key terminology here. Can't All right, wait. you ready? No. Fair. I didn't, I did not prep you guys on this whatsoever. So <laughs> is it, is if it you were ready, I'd be shocked. Should we let you finish the description or is it a race? You let me finish the description and then you guys race to the answer. Okay. okay. So this is the description and you guys have to tell me what the term is. This is the scoring. These are the scoring areas at each end of the playing field bounded by the goal lines and lines and sidelines. End zone. That's right. Obviously end zone. Yeah. Yeah. Good job. Well, I was like, I had to bite my tongue. I really wanted to say it. Yes. Okay. Uh, 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 just so that we know, I think a player I must carry win this. a player must carry the ball into or catch the ball in the end zone. The area on either side of the field where players not currently playing in the game, medical Sidelines. staff, yeah, medical and technical staff and league employees perform their jobs on game days. Sidelines. Yeah. The most valuable score in the NFL worth six points. Touchdown. Correct. Worth <laughs> worth six, and then Claire they gave me a Claire gave me a death glare when I was about to say good job, Quinn. <laughs> Just as a note to everybody, worth six, and then there is a one point or two point convert. Typically, a one point. It's a kick through the end zone or through the uprights. After scoring a touchdown, an offense can opt to run one play from the defense's two yard line to try and earn this two point con two point convert. 
It's got to be two point. Converse. I'm going to you guys got it. OK, it's a two point conversion. OK, that's important. That that I can, said conversion. You said convert. But you said two point together. We got it. That, I, that's what I said. I said you guys both got it. I well, am the host of this quiz. Totally. She's <laughs> dancing and I just wanted her to stop. <laughs> um, that is important. That could be a game maker right there. Totally. A two point conversion. Right. OK. Worth three points. A team scores this when a place kicker it's kicks the ball from the field of play weird. over the crossbar in between the uprights. Field goal. goal. Okay. Yeah. Good job, guys. I was louder, so I win. Okay, now now we're getting into some gameplay, not just like scoring. We're getting into like the actual Okay, never mind. I'm annoying myself by listening to me do this. Can you imagine playing Catan with me? I cannot and I will not. <laughs> This is a period of action that begins when the ball is put in play and ends when the ball is declared dead. A play? A down. Yes. Well done. Well done. A turnover occurs when any player who is in possession of the football drops it during play. Interception. Fumble. Fumble. Interception is a really good guess. I'm a former sports anchor. If yeah. I get well, any of these yeah, wrong. It's, it's, I mean, the pressure is higher for Quinn because... <laughs> You know, it would obviously be a dark mark on her career if she failed the bits quiz. <laughs> For beginners. <laughs> For beginners. A virtual line that extends from sideline to sideline that passes through the forward point of the ball after it, after it has been made ready for play. Line of scrimmage. That's right. What's the score, Claire? Has anyone been keeping track? I think it's almost a tie. Oh, yeah, totally. <laughs> I think Quinn might have a slight advantage, a slight edge, but Slightly, you, yeah. there are still a few that I have left, so you could still get it. The action that starts a play from scrimmage. Snap. Yes. Okay, well, I'm maybe that to. day is not today. <laughs> <laughs> She's just so fast. I was going to say snap. Totally. When an opposing defense gains possession of the ball from the team on uh, on offense, usually by picking up a fumble or intercepting a forward pass. Turnover. Interception. It's a turnover. For fuck's yeah. sake. The team that controls the football and is attempting to advance downfield to score has this. Possession. Offense or possession. Good job, yeah. Claire. Good job. Yeah. Good job, Claire. Okay. Uh, do you think that's probably good? Nope. Okay. Oh, we want more. <laughs> <laughs> she is not happy. <laughs> Fine. Super chill. Not even competitive. <laughs> I have a couple off script questions that are not okay. vocab based. How many periods in football? There are no periods. Four quarters. That was a test and you passed. Yes. Thank God. There are no periods in football. That's hockey. There are four quarters in football. And how long is each quarter? 15 minutes. 20 minutes. I mean, it's basic math. Yeah. Um, who had the greatest halftime show performance of all time? There is a right answer. Lady Gaga? Oh, man. Um, that's really up there. Well, I was going to say the hip-hop one. Sorry. Oh. With 50, 50 Cent hanging upside down. Oh, sorry. come on. You cannot beat Lady Gaga launching into the stadium at the very top. Claire and I are big Gaga fans, but that's not the right answer. Okay. The correct answer is J-Lo and Shakira. 
in 2020. Thank you so much. Okay. Um, obviously, maybe Prince is in contention because he played Purple Rain in Minnesota and it actually rained. It was oh, crazy. That's cool. Yeah, it was very cool. Sometimes I just watch Super Bowl halftime shows after I take a couple edibles just on loop on, you know, and it's a great. That's not a terrible idea. It's a nice little, nice Nice little Saturday. Nice little Saturday. Nice little Saturday. Okay. Good job, guys. I think we got some basics covered there. Yeah. Yeah. If, if you are unsure or have more questions about what you need to know on Sunday, feel free to send us a DM at the bits yeg. Yeah, I probably won't answer because I don't know if you want to hear from me at all. Well, Quinn will obviously be taking over the chat that day. (laughs) Yeah, because she she knows what she's talking about. Okay, but we did want to talk really briefly about some snacks. Dips. Dips. But you had something about deviled eggs that was interesting. So there is a report out there that the unluckiest food to watch football is deviled eggs. Based on what? Science, obviously. Okay. Yeah, I mean, don't don't question the science, okay? They don't um, have but eyes. I think it it might have something to do with potential flatulence after eating too many eggs. Hmm. That this is really unfortunate because I love deviled eggs, but They're I'm also superstitious, so I will not be consuming deviled eggs on Sunday. Yeah. Yeah, I'm a big dip gal, yeah. as I've mentioned. Super looking forward to so all a dip. the dips. I'm gonna bring. Uh, Buffalo chicken dip, which is always a hit. Yeah. Yes. I'm excited to try that. Yeah. And Kay. you can never go wrong with hot wings. Yeah. Okay. Quinn, favorite dip, go-to dip? I love me a seven-layer dip, to oh, be really honest. Yes. <laughs> yeah. 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 Good yeah. one. Uh, you know, I'm I'm a simple gal. I like cheese in a jar. Uh, I like to heat up queso. Queso was actually another one of the yeah. unlucky foods, believe <gasps> it or not. This explains so much in my life. No I am constantly queso. eating queso. Constantly. No Unlucky. queso, no deviled eggs for you. Okay, but you know what I am going to bring is homemade salsa and homemade guac. Love it. Yeah. Love guacamole. Excellent work. Can't wait for Sunday. Yeah, we're excited. Go Chiefs. Okay, yeah, go Chiefs. Um, well, thank you for listening, and we hope that you are also excited for Sunday, at least a little more so after listening to today's episode. And we will talk to you next week. Thank you for listening to The Bits. You can follow us at The Bits Yeg on Instagram. And subscribe, tell your friends. Uh, you can find us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts.